all of us has something in our life that we're dealing with, and somebody has given us the advice, all you need to do is try harder. And when that doesn't work, somebody comes along and says, just keep on trying. Then when that doesn't work, someone said, well, well, then try this. And then someone says, you'll, you'll never succeed unless you try. And when that doesn't work, somebody will come along and say, well, if at first you didn't succeed, then you need to just try, try again. And then having done everything and we finally quit because it doesn't work, somebody will say, well, it was a nice try. <laughs> you know, life is trying. That's right. Life is trying. It's difficult. There's challenges in our life. And every one of us right now, you're encountering something that's trying. And you have given it your best try. And you're saying it's not working. It may be your career. It, it may be your marriage. It may be, it may be even something in your own life, something that's broken in your heart. And you said you've given it your best try. I want to encourage you today. God's pattern to a new life is not trying harder. I know you've heard that. And I know somebody's told you you need to try harder. You've tried so hard you're exhausted and frustrated right now. You see, God's, God's pathway to a new life is not try harder but grow stronger. God intends that we not try harder but that we grow stronger. Let me explain. I have two words here I'm, gonna, I'm going to use and contrast if I can just a little bit today. And that's the word here and the word there. Every one of us, every one of us, we're here. We're at a here moment. If it's a young adult and you're just beginning your career, about to wrap up your degree, or maybe you just finished your degree and you're in a career path now and it's not what you dreamed, it's not what you want to do, but you're kind of here and you're saying, I'm doing this, but I, I hate my job. You're here but you're dreaming and planning to being there. It's something, something more, something better. Some of us, perhaps there was a layoff that had happened and maybe we got a little overextended in credit card debt and our credit score is low and that's where we are right here. Saying, man, I'm just barely making and kind of got behind. That's where you are here. But you're saying, I'm going there. I want to pay off my credit card debt and we dream of buying a new house. Others, you're married. You, you got married. You say, I found the person of my dream and it ended up being a nightmare. Well, you're here. Okay? You're here. You're here. You're saying, it's not what I wanted it to be. I don't, I don't know what I go wrong. You're here. But you're saying, this is, this is what I dreamed of. I, I, I dreamed of a there moment where we would be happy and satisfied together. Perhaps you're, you're parenting, and all through your marriage, you plan how I'm going to parent. You look back, you say, I was parented this way, and it wasn't very good. I parented this way by my parents. It wasn't very good. And you had the perfect formula to parent, and now you have kids. And it was great when they were toddlers, but they grew up to become a creature called a teenager, and now you're here. You're here. You're saying, I, I'm racking my brain. How am I going to get this? How am I going to make it? You're here. You say, I, I, I'm, I want to be better. I want to be a good example. I, I, I want to relate to, I want to, I want to have a, a close-knit family. You're here, but you're saying, I want to get there. 
And the question for every one of us is, how do you go from here to there? And God says it's good to grow. It's not trying harder. And some of us, we've tried harder and we've given up. But God's Word, the Bible, has something else to say. And I want to invite you, if you have the Westover app or you have your Bible, to join me in 2 Peter chapter 1. You know where 2 Peter is? It's kind of the end of the New Testament. Go to the book of Revelation. Just back up a little bit. 2 Peter chapter 1. This is written and given to us by the Apostle Peter. And he's going to help every one of us how to get from our here moment to our there moment. Verse number 3. Let's start reading. It says His. That speaks of God. His divine power has given us everything. Did you see that? Everything. Everything it takes to be a better parent, God has given to you. Everything it takes to have a better marriage, God has given to you. Everything it takes to have a successful career, God has given to you. Everything it takes to be successful in your walk of faith, God has given. You can face anything because God has given you everything. He has given us everything we need for for a godly life through the knowledge of Him who called us by his own glory and goodness verse number four through these he has given oh did you notice that word is found again found in verse number three found in verse number four i'll explain it to you in a moment has given us every great and precious promise a promise is always in your future you're here and god says i promise you there's a there it's a very great and precious promise we we call it at westover making great You're stuck at here. God says, I have a very great and precious promise. It's your there moment. I've given it to you. So that through them, you might participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. Let's unpack some of that for us in just a moment. First off, I want you to see in verse number three and verse number four is the word given, both verses. Now, in the Bible... The word give or given is found over 1,600 times. The Bible has a lot to say about giving and given. What's interesting is this particular word used in the original is only found three times in the Bible. The particular original word that's translated in our English Bible, given, only occurs three times in the entire Bible two times it's in 2nd Peter verse 3 and verse 4 one other time it's found in the Gospel of Mark chapter number 15 and it says at the at the death of Jesus when he died upon the cross that they gave his body to Joseph of Arimathea now what does all that mean this particular word used only three times in the Bible has a particular emphasis Of all things the Holy Spirit said to describe, he picked up this word. This word means to bestow. This means to impart, to bestow. As the body of Jesus was bestowed upon Joseph of Arimathea to take care of. And the the writers, Peter, picked that up. And he used that, says, God has bestowed upon us. Uh, For example, I've conducted many weddings in my ministry through the years. And there's always a moment 
in the marriage ceremony where the back doors of the church open and there's music playing. Everybody stands and here comes the bride, the father, and the bride walk down the aisle together and I'll tell the audience to sit down and I'm going to ask one question to the father. He's there. He's holding the bride. The groom is there anticipating. He's waiting to receive the, his bride so they can uh, share their vows. And I'm going to ask one question to the father. Who gives who gives this woman to be married? It's in a formal bestowal. It's a formal bestowal. And he'll say, her mother and I. And then he'll take her hand and he'll hand it to uh, the groom. And they'll take a few steps forward and then I will continue the ceremony. It's that idea. It's a formal bestowal. What is God saying? What is God teaching us? And a word that's used only three times. He's saying it's been given. It's not about trying harder. It's about growing stronger. And some of us are beating our head on the wall. Some of us are frustrated. Some of us are, are discouraged in our faith. Some of us are about to throw in the towel. And here's what God is saying. That when Jesus died on the cross and he exhaled that last breath, he was allowing you to inhale his divine life and his divine nature so you're not stuck at a here moment you can go to a there moment and for every one of us there is a great and precious promise there is a making great life God has for you and you're not stuck in the past and not stuck where you are what is he telling us don't stay as you are grow stronger now the space between here and there this space, I'm going to call it the gap. The gap. I'm here. I want to get there. I'm in debt. I want to get out of debt. I'm not getting along with my wife. I want to get there and become happy. I, I'm not satisfied with my career. I'm here. I want to get there. I have anger issues. I'm frustrated. I, I, I'm having difficulties controlling my temperament at times. But I want to be a person other people like and enjoy. And I'm caught in the gap the slump and some of us are in the slump the gap and there are three symptoms to know whether you're stuck there are three ways to know whether you're stuck in the gap first off is when you personalize when you present you know what i'm a lousy person I guess I'm the wrong person. I married the wrong person. I, 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 I just can't do this job. I'm not smart enough. God doesn't love me enough. I prayed about it. I asked God to help me. Nothing happened. Nothing moved forward. I'm stuck where I'm at. I guess God doesn't want to do it for me. When you begin to personalize it, it's an indication you're stuck. Number two, not only personalize it, when it feels pervasive. Pervasive. You feel like it's it's everything everywhere it's a, you know my whole life my whole career i don't like myself i don't like this i don't like that i i i i don't i don't like the marriage what, what you don't like about your marriage it's everything it's everything it's not one thing it's when you think it's everything in the marriage when you think it's everything about your life when you think it's everything about your home, when it's everything about your job, you say, I don't like my job, I don't like my, my, I don't like my, I don't like the family, I don't feel fulfilled, I don't feel like the family respects me and loves me, and I don't feel fulfilled in this. And when it becomes pervasive, it's an indication you're stuck. And thirdly, is when you sense it's permanent. When you say, there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can do about it. 
There's, there's no use going to counseling. There, there's no use reading a book. There's no use sitting down and talking it out. There's no use trying to reason. There's no use trying to work it out. There's no use trying to talk to my boss. There's no use trying to work harder in it. There's no use taking another course. There's no use finishing my degree. There's no use. When you feel like you're stuck, it's permanent. What it indicates is you're at a here moment and you're no longer seeing you're there and you feel stuck. You feel like you're just, you're at this moment and you get into a sense of despondency and there's nothing I can do about it. Let me share with you. Spiritual growth is God's solution for your turmoil. Spiritual growth is God's solution for our turmoil. When we're stuck, God is saying, don't worry about trying harder. Grow stronger. Spiritual growth is God's intention to move us from our here to our there. To move from where we're at and we're not satisfied, moving into what God has for us and what he intends for us. With that in mind, I'm going to invite you to go back to 2 Peter chapter 1. We're going to pick up reading at verse number we just read verse 3 and 4 he has given us he's imparted he's bestowed upon you the the precious promise he's given every one of us a there he's given us every one of us potential and you're not stuck where you are well how do i go from here to there the bible god's word tells us verse number five and following for this very reason what reason for the very reason that you have a promise that you have a there moment for a very reason you're not stuck for this reason make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge and to knowledge self-control and to self-control perseverance and perseverance godliness and to godliness mutual affection and mutual affection love for if if there's a condition here for if you possess these qualities in increasing measure If you have a print Bible, you can write this word by increasing measure, grow. If you grow, let's continue, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive. In your print Bible, you can write the word stuck. If you grow, they keep you from being stuck. And you will, uh, in, in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, Every one of us, because of what Jesus has done, we're qualified for a making great life. And I want to I plant something in your spirit today. Some of us, you're dissatisfied with your job. Some of you are dissatisfied with yourself. Some of us are dissatisfied in our marriage. And let me put this before us. The correct response to dissatisfaction is always spiritual growth the appropriate response to dissatisfaction is spiritual growth in fact i'm going to say god often nudges us through dissatisfaction to get us to move on to our there you see if we weren't sat we weren't dissatisfied we'd stay here somebody say you can be better why i like being here I'm not dissatisfied with this. I'm not dissatisfied with with minimum wage. I'm not dissatisfied being alone. I'm not dissatisfied with this. I'm not dissatisfied with having brokenness and 
crying on my pillow every night. Until you become dissatisfied, you don't move on. And the Holy Spirit, I want to suggest to us in many of our lives, He has actually created dissatisfaction. And it's God's intention to use that dissatisfaction to get you from here to there. God is using it. And the Bible says there are three requirements for spiritual growth right here. Verse number 5 through 8. There are three requirements for spiritual growth. How to get unstuck. How to move to your promise. How to get from here to there. There are three requirements that I'm going to share them with you. Number one, if you want to grow spiritually, it requires going all in. It requires going all in. The Bible says in verse number five, make every effort. Did you notice that? Make every effort. It doesn't say when you feel like it and if you want to, just kind of test it a little bit. Try it here. You cannot dabble in spiritual growth. You cannot, you cannot Google a little cute saying or put a little decal on your refrigerator and you're going to live on that and that little decal is going to take you into your making great life. It won't happen. You can't dabble in it. You, you, you can't just kind of trial and error. You can't just sample it. Do you know, do you know that I, I, can, I can play the guitar just a little bit? Yeah. I've taken a couple lessons. I, I can do a C chord. I can do a G chord. I can do the E chord. And I can somewhat do it. But you know what? I never got into it. I never got into it. Therefore, I really can't play the guitar. I really can't. I mean, you know, I tried it a couple times, but my fingers, it hurts my fingers. You know, my, keeping them, trying to reach around, and those little strings, I mean, they ought to put little cushions on them. I mean, that hurts the ends of my, ends of my fingers. I never got into it. So I cannot play the guitar. Some of us, that's our spiritual life. That's our spiritual life. You, you've been kind of around the church, but you never go, you're never going, going into it. just never got into it. I'm here to say right now, God's Word tells us, make every effort. What am I speaking of? We have it west over here. We have people that are kind of in the fringe and kind of in the shadows. I'm going to ask you, you want to go from here, here to there? God has a promise for every one of us. Quit trying harder and start growing stronger. How are you going to grow? Let me give you a couple of thoughts. Every month on the, on the second and the fourth Sundays of each month, we have a next steps class. You'll go to the next step class. It'll give you a, a, a step to go into and a way to belong to a ministry group or a life group. You keep hearing just talking about being in a life group. In fact, we so believe in life groups. January, we have a life group pastor joining our staff, a full-time pastor that's going to give his energies and his focus to help us expand life groups and it's to help you everyone that's not in a life group we're trying to put our arms around you we're trying to embrace you because we know that God has a God has a there for you God has a promise and we don't want you stuck we want you in a community where you're encouraging somebody and somebody's encouraging you and you're being blessed and and strengthened in your path and your walk of faith men Get in a men's group. Fellas, you hear me talking. Your conference is coming up. 
I want to challenge men here. Come to our conference and then get in a men's group and let God grow you. Be around men that are sharpening you, that have the same struggles and doubts and fears and questions you have. But God is growing them through that, going all in. I call you to an all-in moment. The scripture says make every effort, not occasionally, not Easter and Christmas, going all in, going all in. Number two, spiritual growth. Not only going all in, going, number two, to the next level. Going to the next level. It's also in verse number five and following. It says, not after, after I make every effort, the scripture says, now add to your faith. And then it lists eight qualities. It starts off with faith, talks about goodness, knowledge, perseverance, godliness, mutual affection, love. There are eight qualities. The scripture gives us eight qualities here. And I'm talking about going to the next level. Now, concerning this, this is not a formula. Don't, don't go down the list and say, well, I've done this one and check it off. And I've gone through this. It, it, it's, it's not a list. In fact, it's written the way the scripture is written here. It's written like the book of Proverbs. God is giving us a list. It's not chronological. In other words, you don't necessarily start with faith. Yours, you may, you may have strong faith, and this person may not. So you start with faith, but you may start on, on number three, which is knowledge. And somebody else may start on self-control. And somebody else on mutual affection. And somebody else, their beginning point is with love. In other words, here's what it's saying. There are eight qualities. And in order to go from here to there requires you going to a next level and some of us are sad have said to ourselves you know i've tried that pastor i'm not i'm not doing anymore i went to a counseling session i tried to communicate with her or him i tried to sit down and reason with him i tried to do my best on the job i took a course i you you, you tried something one time and the bible says that there are steps steps here and, and God intends for us to walk down these steps. God intends for us to move to something else and not just do one thing. Some of you are good at one of these. You've mastered it. But there are other things that you're deficient in. And it's that deficiency that is keeping you stuck from getting to your there. Going to the next level. The house that Denise and I live in is a two-story house. Follow me. There's a ground floor level, and there is a next level, second level. Two-story house, two levels. But in our house, has two levels. There are 16 steps that go from level one to level two. 16 steps. 16 steps take you from one level to the next level. Now, here recently... Had my grandson over. We were hanging out upstairs on the second level in the TV room. And we were watching Indiana Jones. He's eight years old. We're watching Indiana Jones. I mean the music. Ta -da -da, ta -da, and we're watching all of, the, all of the issues and the challenges Indy is facing. And we come to this moment where Indy has all night long has been digging and he's trying to find the Ark of the Covenant. And they take off the heavy stone. You can hear it move. <clears throat> And it looks in there, and 
and he, he drops down inside of this big tomb area, and it's slithering with snakes. And Indy's going to get the Ark of the Covenant out. My grandson said, Papa, I want something to eat. I want a snack. So I holler at Denise, Denise, <laughs> we want a snack. She says, okay. So we're watching this. Just a few minutes later, she says, it's ready. <laughs> Bring it up. She said, if you want it, you come and get it. So I went down the stairs, I got our snack up, and I brought it. I was wanting her to bring it. I mean, what we were doing, I mean, this is Bible stuff. This is the Ark of the Covenant, folks. <laughs> they, they, they had already taken the Ark of the Covenant away, and we were at the moment where they sealed it, and there were snakes going off, and we're going to wonder, is Andy going to get the Ark of the Covenant back? I mean, this is Bible stuff, and she wants me to interrupt what God is doing to go down. <laughs> So I had to go down and get our snacks and bring it up. Now here, here is the point. Don't miss the point. Denise failed to go to the next level. <laughs> Stay with me. Denise <laughs> failed to go to the next level. What she didn't know, what she didn't know, had she brought it up 16 steps, I would have met her at the top of the stairs with a kiss. <laughs> She'd have had to send her lips to Goodyear to have them retreaded. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, 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 would have, I would have made it worth her while. But she missed her blessing because she wouldn't go to the next level. And some of us have missed our blessing because we wouldn't go to the next level. And there are things we do, and the Scripture says, add to it. Yes, there are steps. It's not one. You're good at one. Maybe you're good at three. But there are steps. And if you'll take those steps, it will take you to the next level. And it moves you from your here moment to your there moment. And God's saying, don't try harder. Grow stronger. Don't try harder at the stuff that that you, you're, you're mastering. Add the thing you're missing. Add the thing you're missing. And God knows in every one of our lives there's something missing if we just add it. Not trying hard because he's given it to us. There's, he's bestowed it upon us. And it advances us to our their moment. Did you ever get a package in the mail? Maybe at Christmas time you bought something for the kids or the grandkids and you'd bring the box out, you're going to put it together before Christmas and so that the kids can see it, and it has this written on Assembly required. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are steps. There's going to be a white piece of paper, and it's probably going to have a number on it. Do this. And then it's going to have a number two on it. Do this. And a number three, you do this. And a number four, you don't go from one to step eight. You do each one, and you follow that, and then all of a sudden, it's done. Assembly required. Yes. Yes. And that's the business God is in. In fact, in the name of this church is the word assembly. 
Westover Hills assembly required <laughs> assembly required we're in the business of putting things together our mission statement making new and making great I can just sum it up it's assembly required it's taking people who are saying I'm stuck in my here but I believe in a there I believe God has a precious great promise but I don't see it I'm not living it but I can move and I want to move over there and that's the business we're in but it requires going to the next level number three not only going all in going to the next level number three it's going all the way it's going all the way some of us need to go all the way in and God God can't be on the peripheral God can't be in the the corners and the edges God can't just be in the convenience and when I get to it moment you have to go all in but you have to go to the next level you have there's something God has for you God's not made a mistake with you but you're missing something if you allow God God will add help you add to that your life your pathway your spiritual growth because God cares he's got a precious promise for you making great life yes but it requires going all the way going all the way in just a moment I'm going to give an altar call moment and I'm going to be asking you go all the way yeah not, not don't just test drive God go all the way it says in verse number eight the verses we read it says if you possess these qualities here it is in increasing measure it doesn't say if you try hard at all this it doesn't say try hard it says increasing measure that speaks of growth you don't get from here to there by trying harder that's exhausting and some of us emotionally we're spent you don't have any more energy to give to it and you're about to throw in the towel on yourself and God it's not about trying harder it's growing stronger if you possess these qualities in increasing measure they will keep you from being stuck the Bible uses the word ineffective and unproductive Wow Wow God doesn't want you to be ineffective and unproductive God doesn't want you to be stuck God intends for every one of us to move from our here to his there yeah his there for you and to do it you have to go you have to go all the way all the way with God I'm going to invite right now our prayer team to move forward and just stand right here at the platform in the balcony in every aisle there'll be a prayer team person and I'm about to give you the chance to go all the way with God an all the way moment here it is there's some of us we we believe in God I commend you that you believe in God I commend you that you you have a place and an interest in the things of God but you've never gone you've never gone all the way in with God you've really never surrendered your life to Jesus you see devotion connects my heart to God but dedication 
aligns my life to God. And some of us are looking for, for devotion to create what dedication requires. Devotion connects my heart, but dedication aligns my life. If you never, you never made an all-out heart commitment to Jesus, I'm going to give you that chance in just a moment. Some of us need to reconnect to God. Yes, we need to reconnect because you would describe your life, your faith, maybe your home life, maybe your career life. You would describe your life in some way as ineffective and unproductive. And if that's you, it's time to reconnect to God. And I know, guys, the tendency, well, I'm going to go back and do it on my own. I'm going I'm to try harder. Particularly as guys, we always try to do it by trying harder. Yeah, kind of in our nature. I'm going to invite you to reconnect to God. Because God put inside of you. He has given you everything it takes to live a godly life in Christ Jesus. It's, it's there, and it's not trying harder. It's connecting with God. So I'm going to invite you to reconnect to God. If you have found yourself where need of knowing Christ or reconnecting back to Christ, if you describe your life, your faith, if you're describing an area of your life is unproductive and ineffective in just a moment, I'm going to invite you to come forward. So with that in mind, balcony and main floor, would you just bow your heads for a moment? Just, just bow your heads for a moment. Holy Spirit, I'm asking you to speak. Holy Spirit, I'm just asking you in this personal moment to speak to people yes and if that's you without delay I'm going to ask you balcony and main floor to get up and come forward and we're going to pray with a prayer team member right now if that's you just get up and move forward yes they're coming in the balcony you'll go right to the aisle way we have a prayer team person positioned and ready to pray with you Perhaps you need to connect to God for the first time or reconnect to God. But this is your moment. You've tried everything. You've tried harder, but it's not working. Giving God a chance. Doing it God's way. Lord, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reconnect to you this morning. If that's you, deacon and deaconess, if you'll join me in the altar right here, I'd appreciate it so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, you come forward. Yes. Come forward. Mm. In the balcony. For some of you up there that you felt like today this pastor's timid words read your life, described conversations you were having in your heart and in your mind over the last few days, last few weeks. That's the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is inviting you to do life God's way. If you'll step to a prayer team person, they're going to pray with you right now. This is your moment while the Holy Spirit is speaking and dealing with your heart. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. 
Westover, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask your indulgence for just a moment. Please, no one leaving, no one leaving. Westover, we're in an altar moment. I have more people than we have prayer. We have an army of prayer team people. We have more people. That's all right. We're going to honor what the Holy Spirit is doing. And I'm just going to ask you to, to just, Westover congregation, would you do something? Would you just begin to pray and intercede in the Spirit? You can pray in the Spirit if you'd like. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this whole auditorium an altar right now. My Westover family, would you just begin to pray? There are people that are making a decision today that can change their life. And I'm just going to ask you for your patience and your understanding. And I, I know you're going to grant that. And thank you in advance for that. For those that are standing right here in every aisle, in every aisle, I'm going to ask you, would you just come and join me right here? I'm going to lead you in a prayer. Please just come. Please just come. Just join me. Ushers, would you just, just bring them right over here? Just bring them right over here. Please join me. Yes, please join me right here. Just, just, just circle in here with me. Just join me. Thank you very much. Thank you. If I, yes, just, yeah, that, that's fine. Thank you for your patience and understanding. Can I have your eyes a moment? I'm going to pray with you. And God, God hears your prayer. And God understands every conversation that you've had in your heart with Him. He knows everything you've struggled, and He knows that sometimes you've felt like you can't go on. And let me tell you about God. I have discovered breakthroughs typically come right after a breakdown. And some of you are in a breakdown moment, and guess what? God's prepared you for His breakthrough. And the power of the Holy Spirit comes into our life. And when we say to God, God, take my life, God, I give you a chance, God honors that. Do you have to be perfect? No. Do not let anybody tell you it requires perfection. If it required perfection, I wouldn't be a candidate. God gives something called His grace. And I just want you to know the grace of the God, the grace of God extends to you. The grace of God extends to you. And I want to pray with you right now, and I want you to put this before the Lord. God, God, take my life. Take my mistakes. Take my weakness. Take away the, the heartache. Some of you have some profound heartbreak, and He wants to heal that. God does not want you be to, to be defined by a date or a person something that happened to you or something that somebody did to you he has given he has given he's bestowed what's given only needs to be received and when you say god work in my life he's going to do that he's going to honor that i see your tears sweetheart god sees your tears and he knows what every tear stands for and he's just going to put his everlasting, everlasting arms of love around you. Can I pray with you? I just, can I pray with you? Father, these dear people, they feel like they had an appointment with God today. Lord, some came to church today desperate. Desperate. 
They walked away, Lord, from pain and walked out of a house filled with conflict. They, they're, 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 they, they came, Lord, just because they were so, so eager to get something, a morsel from you. And not only are they going to get a morsel, God, you're going to open the door. And you're going to free them from the guilt, the condemnation, the, the frustration. The, their encouragement has always been try harder. God, they're so exhausted from trying harder. They need life. And I pray over them, God, right now, in the name of the Lord, you'll extend your grace. There are people right here saying, Jesus, I give you my heart. I repent, God. I turn around. I walk away from my mistakes and bad decisions, all the stuff, the stuff that hurts you, the stuff your word calls sin. I walk away from it. And they're inviting Jesus to be their Lord and Savior. And I ask you, God, honor that. Honor that moment. There's going to be a, a whisper in the vo voice in their, in their mind saying they're not good enough and God won't. That's not from you, Lord. That's not. You have given them everything it takes to live a godly life through Christ Jesus. And I speak that over them. For those that are reconnecting to God, maybe they've wandered, got discouraged, and sidetracked, but they're going to reconnect right now. They're going all the way. They're not going to hold back. Some are going to walk away from some, some, some bad decisions. Some are going to walk away from an unhealthy relationship that is just destroying them on the inside. God, in the name of Jesus, you'll extend your favor and your love to them. And I pray over them, God. And I speak life into them in the name of Jesus. I ask you, God, that you'd strengthen them. I ask you, God, that you would just give them the assurance. Lord, you're going to do something for them and in them. And I bless them in the name of the Lord. I bless them in the name of the Lord. I bless them in the name of the Lord. They're your sheep now. They're your people. You care for them, God. Never, there's not one of them that's a mistake in your eyes. There's not one of them, God, that you have a second doubt about. Your word says that with the Heavenly Father, there's, there's no shadow of turning. That means God has no second guesses about us. God made no mistake, and I speak the favor of God upon them. I speak the favor of the Lord. Oh, God, mend their heart, encourage their spirit. And this day, Lord, we can say we gave everything to Jesus, everything to Jesus. And I pray, Father, just help us as a church to embrace them and strengthen them and encourage them and get them on a pathway of growth that they can move from their here moment to your there moment for their lives. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Oh God, let it be. Let it be. Prayer team members that are here, would you just, I'll let you step over here and just take a, a closing moment with them, if you would. And can I just say thank you, Westover, for being so patient. Thank you for just being patient and allowing us to minister here in the altar and let God finish something that he was doing. I so appreciate it. And thank you for joining us today, whether online or here in the room. God bless you and go in the goodness of the Lord. You're dismissed.